ladies and gentlemen, and soccer fans all over the world who call it soccer, so the U.S. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Metiche Monday, brought to you by Emo Brown, the podcast in affiliation with Grasshopper. Grasshopper, Grasshopper. Bra, Emo Brown pre-rolls are back in stock and should always be there moving forward. Yeah. That's a quotable from David, the general manager at Grasshopper. Take your card, make it clack, get your money back. What, what is it? 20% off? 15 or 20% off of all purchases. You go in on a third Tuesday, you get 30% off. You want pre-rolls, the Emo Brown version? You get three of them for $12. Damn, bro. That's like a little bit for a lot. Yeah, it's a little bit for a lot. Get in there, do your thing. New packaging, it looks amazing. I wish I could show you some, but I think we've made them disappear. Yeah, they go fast. They go really fast. <laughs> three Punkales, Three Punkales, Three Punkales. Yes, Three Punkales, all the good things at Three Punkales. Kiki, tell us about Three Punkales now that you're here. Uh, yeah. So, uh, we were just at the Santee's Bridge of Bites. This, uh, <laughs> Every time, boy. Uh, well. I, I just, I didn't see well this time. Huh? <laughs> Sa- city, what is it? The Bites? Then Santee? Yeah, Santee Bruise and Bites. Oof, was, nice. Uh, it was a uh, Saturday. It was, it was fun, man. It was a lot of. Lot I hear of it's food. one of the better festivals in yeah. San Diego. Yeah? It's, it's, it was big. Like, right. people, I, literally when the doors opened, like, people started running in. We were just like, Jesus, there's, there's a lot of. Stuff mayhem, may- yeah. oh, so people want to be the it's like Disneyland full. Yeah, they want to be the no madness. I'm surprised you weren't out there, Barry. It One, it's in Santee. <laughs> Two, it's got that Disneyland feel to it. Sheesh. Yeah. Continue. <laughs> uh, we are releasing the Small Hops cha- Champion yes, tomorrow. Yes. For those who don't know, that is yep. our session IPA. So small IPA. It's like a pale ale. But we did it in unison with the Compass over at uh, Chula Vista Jiu Jitsu. Yes. So big Ron and big Far fan. Get in, do your thing. They're, they want to do another one. I said, well, whatever you want, do we can continue to make it more. We uh, we should be canning that one soon as well because I think that we have the original artwork. We got to reprint. Yes, we so, just got to reprint. Perfecto. Okay, más. Uh, we have three tanks open, so we're gonna be brewing a lot for the re- rest of the month. Ooh, I know which ones. Yeah. Yeah, flama roja, yep. flama blanca, and a sour, bro. Yes. Everybody's been. Uh, well, it's actually the starlight, yeah. so we have it ready for the starlight the parade, st- we, which we need to start prepping. Yeah. We need to start prepping our stuff for that. We need to be, we're going to create like a little, uh, well, I don't want to let too much out. But just know the Starlight Guayaba Sour is coming back. And it would be smart. Yeah, it would be That's super good. smart of us to can that shit. Yeah. It would be super smart of us to can that shit. So Kevin. let's see if we can figure that out. Yeah, Or Chicle, <laughs> get a design so we can can that. Oh, yeah. Starlight, that is December 3rd. Yes, sir. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday on 3rd Avenue throughout Chula Vista. Emo Brown was approved to have a float display. Three Punk Ales was approved to have a float and display. So let's see if we can put it's it all together. Chaos. Let's see if we can put it all together. What else you got for Three Punk Ales, homeboy? Uh, November 3rd and 4th, we're going to be at the Punk in the Park event. Uh, we are? Yes. Punk in the Park. No. That is in where? Uh, Orange County. Yeah. The, I forget the name. Oak Village Parkers. Who am I excited to see? Park? What band am I excited to see? I don't even know the lineup, bro. No? No. I just, know I, got, I, I just got to work it, dog. Yeah, but let's beat the bro. This is called, like, you know, like, titillating insider info. You know, people people come to Emo Brown for this kind of, like, behind the scenes. And, hey, we're going to be at Punk in the Bark November 3rd and November 4th. I don't know who's playing. <laughs> <laughs> I just got to work it. <laughs> I don't know who's either, but yeah. uh, but I'm not working it. 
I'm going to say uh, Pennywise. Obviously. Pennywise is always there. Yeah, I think they're always there. Pennywise. The, this, this is not the time to look. We yeah, have a killer hey. promoter right now in the name of Angel Rodriguez. Punk in the Park. Pennywise. Look at that. Oh, yeah. The Pen Descendants. Circle Jerks. Goldfinger. Suicide Machines. I grew up loving that band. Hey, I recognize one of those bands there in the end. Go ahead. Go ahead. Rundown Creeps. The Rundown Creeps, bro. Brought to you by My Grito. We are the Union. Good Guys in Black. The Deviates. Wilhelm Scream. The Dwarves. Look at that. Lot of, oh, the queers aren't they old? Yeah, they're like a hella old band. Super old. How have they got not gotten canceled yet? How do you come around going on tour with a name like the queers, bro? Statute of limitations uh -huh. or something, or maybe because it just means weird. Yeah, you know, it just means yeah, weird. Probably. All right, so you're gonna go to that? Yes. Both days? Both. I have to relax. Well, you, there's there's you can answer it that way. <laughs> no, I mean it's or it's, we're gonna, yeah, I get the opportunity to go. Yeah, well, I do. You know, I do and, get and, the opportunity to go, but it's just I got to drive out there both oh, days. Oh, you had to drive to Anaheim. No, well, it's like a. It's in Irvine or Tustin, but then you got to That's drive. closer than Anaheim. No, 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 but then you still got to drive more inland. <laughs> okay. Like, it's when you get to that park, yeah. there's no service. You like, let me know if you want somebody else to go. Stay there. Well, camp out. Yeah. No. Stay in the band, bro. What else you got to do? Nothing. Yeah. Train for a fight? <laughs> train for a fight? Uh, well. <laughs> yeah, have, have you been training? Yeah, I've been training. What's going on with that? Uh, nothing, man. I'm fucking tired right now. Yeah? Two a days? Exhausting. Okay, so what are you doing differently? Than the first fight you had, what how I, are we gonna like not have that same result this time? I am more focused on my takedown defense than I am on striking. Because we found out that striking, I don't like. I'm up to par with everybody on there. Are you really? Uh, well, I mean, the guy that fought when me when it comes was, to pee, pee kicks, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, that too. <laughs> uh, but with the guy that fought me, he was technically a striker, and he was supposed to outstrike me and then make me become a wrestler. But he was the one that turned into a wrestler when I hit him. So Boring. Why don't you just strike him in the face, take him down, and end the fight, bro? That's how you do it, right? I watch enough UFC to know how to fight. Let's go. Let's see out of the way. Did you but figure yeah. out who you're going to drop to let me walk you in? No, I haven't figured that out. I need you to fucking dig deep yeah, and figure that close. out, bro. <laughs> can you believe it? This guy says, I can only walk in with three people. I said, all right, bitch. I'm in. He's like, oh, no, no. My coaches are all there. I said, no, 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 no. Listen, you got to get rid of one of your coaches, and you're going to let me walk in. You, you want to win? You I'm don't need a striking coach. Yeah, don't yeah. bring that guy. Ooh, it bro. sounds like you have an opportunity to trade those two days at the festival. Yeah, <laughs> brother. You know what I'm saying? I'm. You need some. Maybe you just need a like a title holding shit talker to walk you in. Mm -hmm. Maybe that's what you need. Well, you need I mean, that guy behind you who doesn't know yeah. what he's doing. Just he's just, get, just getting you hyped <laughs> up. Just well, there talking. Too well in that book, the, the the Fifty Cent book. What did he do? He doesn't know about boxing. Well, he does know boxing. He trained when he yeah. was younger, but he would walk in with like Floyd Mayweather, and he would say, "Hey, man, you don't look like you're into it. You better like." Better get hype. Like, this guy wants to take your fucking title. He wants to take food and money out of your family's bank. Like, that's what I'll be there for, dog. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll be like, hey, Kiki, they already call you Owen all over the block. Owen 1. We don't want to call you <laughs> Owen 2. So let's go ahead and get in. Let's handle this. And that goes for you, Campos. We're going to get into you right now. If you need somebody to hype <laughs> up the squads, you just let me into the clubhouse and the locker room. we like, hey, guys. Yeah. Not a great performance last night, you know. And then we'll just, <laughs> and then we'll, just we'll just start quoting Ted Lasso. No, man, that guy's too hype. I, I'm gonna be the complete opposite of Ted Lasso, bro. We're gonna we're coming to come in from a dark place, bro. I don't believe. <laughs> yeah, yes, I do. <laughs> the unbelievable. <laughs> nice. All right, hey, we're excited for it. Thank you. Thank we're excited for it. Before we get to our killer soccer god of a guest, Tribal Streetwear, Tribal Streetwear, Tribal Streetwear. Make sure you guys head on down to the lower left, visit Theo Bobby and little cousin Isaac a visit. They got Silk Cloud gear and they got all the tribal gear on display. And guess what? 20% off. Take that card, make it clack. Oh, I don't want to go in because it's too far. Go online, thesilkcloud.com. 
put in emo 30 get how much off barry 30 percent. oh my god barry when like did you become andy richter you are amazing dog I you practice. are the best practice home. <laughs> it's gonna be <laughs> hey, we decided we sat down last week with the compa boogeyman i hit him up this week and we confirm angel this goes for you too the boogeyman is gonna take us out and we're gonna go by the pendletons at every spot that they're offered down here. Yep. So one Pendleton for each of us. Pendleton tour. I'm even down to take Gus, man. He looks like he would look good in a Pendleton. No? All right. Whatever. We wear all the other brands. Look at you. West Coast, West Side Love, Emo Brown. I love it. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> joining us today for Metiche Monday. Busy ass man. Oh, I'm surprised he even said yes. Coming off a very busy weekend. This is known as the soccer god in San Diego. Second, I mean, Landon Donovan, I talked to him yesterday at the match. I was like, hey. I'm having the soccer god on tomorrow on the podcast. Are you okay with him being this? Oh, yeah, yes, he's he's a god. He's from Brazil. Ladies and gentlemen, we have Ricardo Campos here today. What's up, man? How are you? I'm good. Welcome. Welcome back. How are Thank you? you? You've been it's, out and about. I like the uh, the, the aesthetic. Here. It's, a, it's a new vibe. It's, it's a little very, different vibe. Very different. It felt very Dave Letterman last time. Like I felt like I had a twirl of pencil because it was very desk set up. And it's changed now. It's a little like bit better. Like Ricardo Campos, I do not want to butcher your role with Loyal and your new role with SCFC. So why don't you enlighten us what it is you currently do and what you are about to embark upon? Um, so I currently am EVP of club operations for San Diego Football Club. Oof. So sounds sounds fancy, but um, it's just you know overseeing brand marketing community operations for the club, uh, and kind of you know kind of uh, moving forward from. Everything that I've built at Loyal from a perspective of, that we built at Loyal from a perspective of operational of the club, right? So it's very much kind of executing the ideas and implementation of, of culture and, and community focus. Success. I feel like everything that you just talked about and you touched on and what you did with Loyal, you did it, bro. Like, I've, I, I remember going to first season's games to last night. You know, last night was the, the that's it. The finale of the three-season series known as the San Diego Loyal. Four season. I was trying to go for TV ratings. Uh, the, the season finale of the Loyal, bro. Like, that was it. Like, if there was Ted Lasso West, I feel like the Loyal, the, the whole fucking structure and setup was that. It was awesome. You guys brought something to San Diego that we were desperately lacking, bro. A grassroots uprising of, like, supporters groups. A homegrown talent of players on the pitch. It was awesome, bro. No, and, and yesterday was very much the culmination of that, right? Like you could see the passion that people had built uh, that connected to representing San Diego uh, in a lot of different ways. I think um, the sport, football, has been growing in San Diego for decades. Right? I mean, we've all played it. We've all lived it in different ways. We've had different versions of teams, and I think every team has helped continue to build this community in different ways and, and loyal absolutely played a huge part of that through a very crazy time of COVID, right? Because we had one game sold out and then a whole season of, of COVID and trying to find ways to connect the community through COVID was, was insane. Every wrench back. possible to work through was thrown into your operation. <laughs> Every hurdle to jump was thrown in your line sight, man. Everything. It was not an easy uh, setup. It was not an easy uh, pulling it off and and it was not an easy night last night, you know, like last night was, that was it. It was like, it's gone. And it was, it's sad, you know, cause you see something from inception to actually materializing into something to actually, it's, it's a product on the field and things are going and people are hype and people are, people bought in, man. 
people bought into the product, which is the San Diego Loyal. People were out there and and just dude, my kids, they bought out, bought jerseys. We did. It's like we were in, you know. And then now, poof, it's gone. So it's got to be bittersweet. It's got to be something that uh, you know, you got to let go. But you got something better or bigger coming on. But but I think Guido put it really well. Of like you know the the global ecosystem of in, in all industries, right? Like everything serves a purpose. And what happened there, there's so much learning that happened. It's building, like people who got to meet each other. Like at the end yesterday, I was looking at the supporters group and like mm. all these people who didn't know each other before got to build and built this, this sense of community, of family, of developing relationships, learning new things. I learned a crazy amount of things. The past four years of my career, I learned more than I did the 15 previous to that. What, so, what did you do the 15 previous years? What did you do? Nothing. With, I just hung out. Just hung out? Yeah, uh, fucking you should, no, you I, should I, just, I like... The Kiki I, system. The Kiki system. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I, you know, I, I had worked at, at MLS before. I worked at Red Bull. Um, I Then I moved here and, and did some some lower level teams too. I was part of starting 1904 here too. So like, wait, you were involved in 1904 as well? I was. I've had one kid per uh, per team. There you go. So Get a vasectomy because we don't want anything else, bro. <laughs> it's, it's happening. All right, cool. Because we we're happy with this, this MLS this future that's coming our way. This is it. This is it. This is it. We family has decided to stop. Yes. Um, no, but it, it's. I, I mean that it's it's been an evolution and, and growing, but the things that that we've learned as a community, understanding this community. San Diego's tricky. You guys know that. Like, yes. San Diego is very tricky to figure out of, you know, that's so diverse. And Right to Dream has this incredible line that I've, I have my, like, own personal values, and diversity is one of them. But Right to Dream has a saying, which diversity is a superpower. And I truly believe that. And it's finding ways to maximize that diversity is what makes you strong. But it's, it's very hard to bring different cultures together and have them be comfortable with each other and supporting each other, but at the same time giving them the ability to be themselves. Agreed. That's the hardest part. That is life. the hardest part. Yeah. Because you know? I think everybody, you know, first it's a matter of acceptance and then being comfortable, and then it's like, okay, I'm born and raised here. So diversity is just, you know, par for the course. It's, it, it is what it is. I went, we, most of us went to a high school here called Benita Vista High School, and it was the most diverse high school in America, and it's, and it's true. I said most of us. The only people that matter, Gus and myself, went to Benito Vista <laughs> High School. <laughs> yeah. The rest say yeah, jerks went to where? Hilltop or Palomar, probably. Southwest. So, <laughs> even worse, <laughs> fool. <laughs> I can't believe you would out yourself like that. <laughs> you could have lied. You could have just, <laughs> just, just said Beverly <laughs> Hills. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> you said GED. <laughs> but but it, it, it's true. Like down here, and we're fortunate. We just see it as, you know, daily lives. Yes. The one thing I do see that's extremely difficult being a sports team or being building a brand in San Diego is that there's just too much shit to do. There is just so many options and opportunities to go and do things like that are not related to entertainment. You know, you can go and go for a hike. You can go to the beach. You can go and take in awesome restaurants. Guess what? There's another country five minutes from here. So we can jump in there and catch football matches there, baseball matches there, restaurant scenes, drinking scenes. So I just feel that we are truly blessed in San Diego. We have so many things going on that it must make it difficult i speak from experience because we have businesses here and sometimes it's like well what's going on oh that's going on in downtown okay we're gonna oh that's going on down there so it's not gonna oh there's ufc fights where people are oh, so, so it's like all of these things make it tough how does that reflect on building a brand with like soccer i think like like building a brand on anything yeah right it's and nowadays it's not just about the product it's about the purpose yep 
Agreed. And and that's that's something that again, you know, just to go back right to Dream and the Saquon tribe in, in, in San Diego kind of came together to build a Sunday football club, right? And the biggest thing that the moment that I heard about it was the purpose it's a purpose driven community of clubs from a right to dream perspective. And San Diego Football Club is going to be purpose-driven to help provide opportunities for underprivileged kids to education and football. So when you talk about, you know, how do you stand out? If you look at the biggest brands in the world now, it's not because they make just a really good product. They make a really good product with a very good purpose that people believe in. And it doesn't necessarily reflect just on, like, what their crest or logo is, but it's like, what do they do behind the scenes to make that happen and how they tell that story? And so how do you differentiate? How do you build something? You just have to do something that's doing right for the community, that's, that's helping the community, that's making people grow. But again, it has that bigger driven purpose of not just selling product or just entertaining. And I think it's for everything, for creating you know, a shoe company to a skateboard company to a beer, whatever it may be. And I saw that on full display on Friday, man. So Friday, we were fortunate enough, Barry, since you asked me, uh, we were down to... <laughs> Anytime I'm talking to somebody, I feel like, talk to me, talk to me. It's your time is coming. Chill out, dog. I'm talking to the soccer god of San Diego, all right? <laughs> Friday, we went down to uh, Snapdragon, which is going to be the official home of That's right. SDFC. That's right. SDFC that had an event on Friday, the unveiling of the crest. Almost like a, what, what is that kind of event called? Is it? it was, we called it a uh, brand reveal. Brand reveal. Mm-hmm. Brand reveal. And festival vibe because it's San Diego, right? So many people, bro. There's a festival every weekend here. There's a a beer festival, a food festival, a wine festival, an international (laughs) festival. There's festivals for everything. So this festival, I felt, was was awesome. There was a lot of people. It was was crazy. So we put out 8,000 tickets to our, like, everybody who made a donation to join the club. Um, 45 minutes? Yeah. All gone. Yeah. I I missed out completely. I put my donation. I put my donation, friends, and then, and I have yeah I do have friends. Thank you, <laughs> friends, for making that happen. And we got there, and my brother in law and I were like, "Oh shit, I wonder what it's gonna be like. Like, I wonder what kind of people are gonna be here." And as soon as we get there, fucking Chelsea fans, because everybody wore their 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 team jerseys, you know, because there is no there nothing there's to nothing to represent that. here yet. You know, a lot of loyal jerseys. I saw a lot of loyal jerseys in line. I saw a lot of Cholo jerseys in line. Wave, I saw a lot of European. Soccer. I saw a lot of waved, a lot of yeah. soccer's. And it was like, all right, cool. We get there and we think it's like the entrance. Oh, hell no. It goes all the way around. And then you got to go all the way down. And I was like, there's a lot of people here. First, everyone just did a V-line straight to the merch warehouse there to get all their stuff. And that thing, I think like everything sold out. Yeah, we had a lot of things that sold out. Which but t- yeah, because by the time we got there, there was nothing, dog. They had smalls and extra stuff, soccer player shit, you know? Like, they're all fucking thin. And then uh, we left, there was no desserts <laughs> left. There was no XLs, bro. I was like, who are they going to get this XL? So yeah, but the merch looks dope. Yeah. The people there were amazing. There was just a bunch of... All South Bay was there. There was nothing but like a bunch of artists, like Wellington, uh, he was there. The ground floor crew was there. Uh, all of the people that we've grown to love, Ezra Brown, Richie Moon, all these guys who have donated art, time, and pieces to SDFC's brand reveal were there. And, and it was just awesome. Supporters group were there, the ultras from those Chavos, everybody was there for that. You even had some SD Fiends guys there. It was cool, man. It was like legit a, a, a party in the park. 
and everyone's just having a good time. And then Manny Machado gets on the stage, and the Sequan tribal leaders get on the stage, and the Mentor family, Right to Dream, get. I was like, man, this is like star-studded shit, bro. <laughs> and our homie Beto Perez was spinning music all night for, and everyone's getting on a sick one. And oh, we're gonna get so excited about this shit. And you're the man behind it, putting all these things together right now for us, bro. It's never like it's just not one person, right? There's there's a incredible team of people trying to build this fast i mean a year is gonna go by really fast so oh yeah team will start playing 20 march 2025 a year is gonna fly by so there's there's just a lot to do but friday was incredible i couldn't agree more of like just so many recognizable faces that we've built relationships over the past years in san diego but also a ton of new faces too which was great to see of like this culmination of community coming together and because that's it, needed. It, it got it got packed. Yeah. Very, very fast, man. People were chanting. Beers were thrown in the air. There was a VIP section. And those guys were lame. They're all quiet and, you know, like hoity-toity. But everyone in the front, dude, just, wah, wah. It was awesome, Barry. I wish you would have gone. I wish you would have gone, bro. Me too. No, what did you do? You probably had a show or something. Yeah. <laughs> <I'm just gigging. laughs> no, man. These these things are going to be fun to go through. We, we went out over the weekend with a couple friends, and we are like, oh. We got to get season tickets. How do we get season tickets? When is that option going to be available? It's a great question. Again, you're just full of great questions. Thank you. Full of a lot of shit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that too. Um, no, so there is a process. So we've, we've to kind of see who's interested in season tickets and that conversation. We've created a, um, a, a link. So you make an $18 donation. And we've already put together. I mean, it's we're at $200,000 that we've donated to the San Diego Foundation from those. Donations. Very nice. Half of it was uh, cut on Friday. I saw that it was a $100,000 exactly check. So we did a first check of 100,000. I think it was June. Uh, we did that at a supporter event. And then this was the second check of 100,000. But so you put that the, the, the donation in and you kind of go into a list. Okay. Um, and end of this year. So winter we will start going through that list and start selling kind of you normally start from some of the more expensive side of, of the stadium. What are we looking at? Cost-wise, yeah. It depends what you're looking for. I mean, there's going to be a very good, like, gosh, I might butcher the number here, but uh, 4,000, at least 4,000 tickets are, or I think it's 5,000 tickets are under 40 bucks. Okay, nice. Which is a very reasonable price. Does that mean that uh, certain uh, adjustments are going to have to be made to Snapdragon or is Snapdragon just ready as is right now no, to ready start? Is is. Well, ready as is. There's, there's some upgrades that we're doing from like, you know, we need our own locker room mm. and some different things that we're doing. We want to add some more seating, but all, all some, some good upgrades, but it's ready. It's ready. When so you're we going to make sure there was a good, you know, this is going to be some good expensive seats, but there's mm. also going to be some very affordable seats for families and come and enjoy them. Supporter out. groups. Supporter groups. Is there going to be like a section group. just for like those guys? Yeah, so that's that's something that, you know, you might know of Jerry Garcia. I do. He was supposed Jerry to come Jimenez. in here. Huh? Garcia, dog, whatever. I like Cherry Garcia, preferably <laughs> myself. Jerry Garcia. Yeah. That dude was trying to, he was at, uh, what do you say, jury duty, federal jury duty. And he was, I said, stay there, fool. He said, you're barely a citizen of our country. I don't want you getting deported by not going up to, like, jury duty. No, yeah, so, but so I Jerry, ask about that. Jerry's building our support, help, helping yeah. build, right? Because it's not us who build it. It's the supporters who build it. And so what, what is it that Jerry does then? What, 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 what so does he, he provide? he coordinate, right? Like, you need somebody from our side who's thinking of them. They're such an important part of what the club does that you need somebody who's thinking about them and their needs and how do you make them maximize their potential in the relationship with the club. So mm. Jerry is, is kind of that day-to-day -day point of contact. And, you know, um, 
from Dinner Ultras and Riptide, which is the other group who is officially kind of... Oh, I have not even heard of that supporter group yet. Riptide the Riptide. The they had the drummers and kind of the samba dancers uh, at the event. You brought them from Brazil? <laughs> no, they did it themselves. I'm trying not to bring that, you know. But, really? But it's, it's, it's here. It's here? It's San Diego, again. San like, Diego, Portugal especially, Diego, man. Right? Yeah. Brazilian community here is huge. You know how I know you're Brazilian? You keep doing this. I know. I you keep doing this, bro. Sorry. I almost feel like you're grappling or something. It's a Brazilian and Italian. <laughs> <laughs> he's talking to Gus secretly. <laughs> he does this. Like, he's making a good point. The mic is here. And then I'm going. Right. It's gone. It's gone. Okay. Oh, good, the good point is gone. <laughs> Man, that Friday was awesome, bro. Whenever you guys are doing the draft, the lottery of like picking out seats, just start with the G's. You know, like if you want to start with Garcia's, whatever, I'm cool with it. And then maybe like a Gonzalez or whatever. That way, and, and when you're doing the section for the supporter group, even better. Be like, oh, Garcia, Steve Garcia. All right, let's throw that motherfucker in. I want to buy a whole row. We got excited. All the people that are there, like we're like, there's like eight couples. And we're like, I don't know how long a row is, but let's try to sit all together. And I said, Phew. and I feel like football, no, no offense to other sports. But it's just the right number of games. Mm. Because it's like, I, I couldn't, no offense to baseball. But, but I here it comes. No offense to baseball, but here it comes. Just remember, Manny Machado wrote a check, fool. It's a lot of games. No, he's an incredible player, but mm. it's a lot of games. Yeah. I, like, that's a lot of games. So you have to like split it with other people and stuff like that. Because you just can't commit to going to that many games. I, I don't see it. <laughs> Done it. Do you go? <laughs> yes, fool. Our season tickets with the Padres are, yeah, the full season. So 81 games. But the most I've ever gone to is 67. Jesus. 60, and that's a lot of games. 67 is a lot of games, Fuck. dude. Yeah. Now that the kids are older, they love going. So it's like I have three kids. I have a old baseball team of my own. So it's like I go and I take one whenever. We take we alternate. But 67 is it's a lot of games. Right. How many matches are in them? Give so, me MLS info because I feel ignorant. I know uh, EPL is 38. Right. So they're all in that range of like between 30 and Depending as you add teams, sometimes the oh, look at Jack. So the schedule changes a little bit as teams get added. So I don't know exactly how many we'll have by twenty-five, but it's about between thirty and thirty-eight games that you play a season. So let's say twenty home games with some friendlies in there, some nice. open cup games. There's a lot of games. A good amount of games. Relegation. I'm just I'm just me just being you know what I like. Is there ever going to be some sort of relegation set up in the fucking MLS? I don't know. No, I mean, I think that's more of a U.S. soccer question. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think there definitely brings an interest. That would be rad. Very uh, much so. A uniqueness. It's also kind of limits the investment sometimes. Sometimes, you know, there's arguments both sides. Like, it, it could increase investment, could decrease investment. Um, it's tricky. That's why I, I love it. I personally do think it brings, you know, growing up in Brazil, there is a value to it. But you also see a lot of clubs go away because of it. Because of it. And yeah. you see clubs who, you know, people invest all this money and then it, it goes away because, you know, the performance on the field. The best way to explain it, and we have a, at Loyal, we had a, a really good CFO who one time we were having this discussion and he was, you know, he doesn't like it. He doesn't think it promotes it because he said it's not necessarily about, you know, you, you, you didn't do a good job and that's why you got relegated. Like in the Premier League, the bottom teams in the Premier League, they're not bad teams. Uh, I've seen some bad they're teams. Very good. Well, there's, you know, I've seen some bad teams. You know, <laughs> Sheffield United, I'm looking at you. <laughs> Shit, bro. If no, my but, team can go to your town and beat you, Manchester United is. But but that's but that's my point. It's like there's good teams, they're very good teams who still get relegated. It's just they didn't keep up, and we talked about that before mm -hmm. we started, right? Of like, how do you win nowadays? Because you've got to spend some serious money. Some but even spending the money 
Manchester United spent a lot of money. Arsenal spent a lot of money what before. What are you doing, Don? And then, uh, I said Arsenal too. All right. Balancing it out. Balancing it out. Chelsea. Yeah. Probably like every player out there, they well, still couldn't figure out. About to arrest everybody on Chelsea. That's why, man. <laughs> <laughs> All the sanctions got thrown their way. It's like, what are you going to do now? But they so, still have the same players. I mean, look at PSG. Yes. PSG yeah. had like the dream team, you can mm -hmm. call it. And they couldn't get out of their own Nada. way. So it's, it's, a, it's finding that balance. And so promotion relegation, you know, it, it's... Mixed in there. We're excited for MLS in San Diego. Incredibly excited. Right? Think, that was the I feedback? Oh, I mean, you, you saw it yourself, mm -hmm. right? Like, the, the rush in, the rush to the, to the merge. We broke MLS record. Did you leak the crest? Six. I did. You did? <laughs> did? No. No, it's just how, I think, I, I don't quote me on this, but nine Clip this quote coming 10, up right now, Angel. Go ahead. <laughs> nine, I think nine out of the past ten were leaked before. In today's yeah. world of social media and all those stuff, it's very hard to think. I blame Jerry. I blame Jerry. I, it was Jerry's fault. It was probably yeah. Jerry's I fault. Texted it to him. Classic Jerry. Online, Classic you know. Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, I think, you know, it's it helped our merch side <laughs> because then we could sell merch the whole Dude, that, time. That line was ridiculous. Merch. The whole yes. time we were there, we were like, hey, let's go. Oh, no, it's it too incredible. long. It, it was, was awesome. We're incredibly thankful for, for that support on the merch side. Everyone's and, a fan. And apologize for the people who could not get their stuff. Uh, the, I'm gonna order so, it anyway. I mean, that's, so that's we're, what we're, <laughs> there's, for the people who couldn't get it. We're gonna we're ordering some more stuff. You're gonna be able to pick it up at the office. Although I did get this. <gasps> I did. Although I did, did get this. Oh my god! I see Look at that thing, dog. Look at this thing right here. What was the feedback on the logo? I mean, I know, but what 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 happened? Were people happy? Were people stoked? Were people whatever lukewarm towards well, that, it? That's that's a fair question. Um, I think as somebody who's gone through this with 1904 and been loyal. Uh, and now San Diego Football Club, those things are, are very tough to please. Everybody. Yes, correct. It's very tough to please everybody. Again, San Diego is an incredibly diverse community. You know, 1904, it was like, it's too gangster. This doesn't speak to families. <laughs> that was that was the well, main pool, but that I mean, they had big players behind back in that club. Well, no, sure. And then with, with Loyal, it was, you know, it's too beach. It doesn't speak to me, to, to a certain part of the community. This one, I, I guess I might be a little too close to it, but there is a good, in my belief, there's a good story behind it. The problem is an emblem, a crest, doesn't have a soul until you start mm -hmm. to live it. There it is. And so the representation, I love. I love that. I love the flow. I love the 18, 18 communities, 18 cities in there. I think that you put that on, on a T-shirt, you put that on a hoodie, I think you could see that as a brand in San Diego. I really do believe that. And then the, to represent the diversity is how we use the colors around it. Um, I love it, but now it's our job to kind of tell that story and bring a soul to it and bring a reflection of the community. How that's the, the chrome is kind of that thought of innovation, but at the same the re reflectivity of our community. But it's on us to do that, get people to believe that we're not just saying things, we're living it. Agreed, and that's, man. That's time. That like, video I, you guys I put up. People to love it overnight. Yeah, yeah, that video you guys put up. Uh, it was like a two or three minute video. I think it delved right into it and, and gave a nice overview of why, how, and and what to expect with this. And then you hit them with fucking Manny Machado and fucking Right to Dream and the Sequan, and it was like wow. And the Right to Dream story, like, I can't stress enough of how, to me, that hits home, for because it's not just about football. Like, it's the three pillars of developing a human being, right? It's the football, the athletic side, it's the education side of things, but it's also the human being, the, the 
kind of, you know, what else are you doing with your life, the purpose of your life, the character part of things, right? You're like, rooting yourselves in the community. Like, right, that's but, what but this is. It's also, like, developing kids to have character, yeah, right? Yeah. So it's not just, you know, the player does a post-game interview and he's, you know, c- can barely get a few words out because he doesn't know how to, like, communicate properly and communicate his sense of why he's doing this and what else beyond football that he's doing things. Like, Right to Dream commits to players when they sign into the group, into the academy at 12 years old. Mm. If you make it or not, we commit to you until you go to college. There's no other club out there doing that. In the U.S. or all? In the, in the world. Really? Because if you come in and you're not good by the second year, you're Snip, cut. snip. So that's real commitment to a kid who's 12 years old. We realize that's young, right? Like 12 years old, you come in, we'll give you education, we'll help you develop. And then if you're not good enough from a football standard, that's okay. We're going to help you go get a full scholarship. Go do, you know, go do something bigger in life. Kiki, you fucked up. I feel like we needed to enroll you and list you into that, but I think you're a little (laughs) over the age. That would have been epic for you. You guys know that super seniors? (laughs) (laughs) Just a a little past the Is there a right to retire dream or no? Do do you guys offer that program or is that? No, no, pobrecito. Fuck, we'll we'll get back into all these things. You're here for a little bit longer. Relax. Barry, how was your weekend, sir? Eventful, man. Mm. Can, uh, I think the, the highlight of it, though, we took Pete to TJ. <laughs> you took Pete to Tijuas, bro. Yeah, dude. Sentry right. or no sentry? Uh, so Fernando and Pete have sentry. Okay. I don't have it yet. How do you not have sentry? you like the white guy, the whitest guy I know. I haven't applied yet, but I should. Mm. Especially because we're getting healthcare down there now, so <laughs> I should probably definitely get that shit. You need to apply yourself. <laughs> I do. In yeah. all aspects, brother. I try, I try. Where'd you go? Uh, so we went to Mercado Hidalgo. Mercado Hidalgo, bro. Nice Classic. Every- yeah, yeah. And uh, it was fucking hilarious because, like, Pete's in this phase right now where he doesn't want to wear normal clothes. He just wants to wear, like, costumes and shit all the time. So he went down there dressed as Buzz Lightyear. Out of him, bro. <laughs> it's like, it's already, like, Halloween time, so we saw some other people kind of dressed up. But, like, everywhere he goes, to oh, Tijuas and beyond. <laughs> yeah. So he went around, just, like, saw the little, like, toys and everything around. And just, like, got his little coconut water in a bag. And <laughs> Hey, <laughs> yeah. hard, dude. That's rifle. You, you got to teach these little kids how to eat out of Fernando a straw and out of a bag. Amazing job Very keeping nice. him rooted in his culture. You can teach them uh, the, the love affair you have with mayonnaise yeah. and American yeah. single I'll take slices, camping. all yeah. that. Yeah, all of those <laughs> things. But when it comes to going down there, you let you let Alejandra. Alejandra. <laughs> I was going to fucking call your wife, Alejandra. Who that? You let Fernanda handle the big, the big boy shit, bro. All right, where'd you take yeah. him the tacos? Where'd you go eat? So we went to Taco Nasso. Taco Nasso. Yeah, that's the right, spot. Man, you know Dude, I, am, I was joking a little bit, mm-hmm. but as I say it more and more, I'm a little more and more committed to doing it. I might get their logo tattooed on me. Yeah? Oh, some fucking bomb tacos. All right. And we'll make that happen. It looks really close to the fucking Tacos of Vaquero logos. Like, like two birds with one stone. I love those places. How often did you guys go to Tijuas? Uh, not so much now, but we, we went a few times back in the day when we were younger. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we'd go a lot. I could see you sliding down the animal slide. On fucking Revolucion. No, nah, we didn't like, do anything. That's no, no, it. No, no, no. I, I literally just go down there for like eating, hanging out, shopping. Ricardo, how often do you go to Tijuana? Do you take your children to Tijuas? Are you allowed I'm, into another country? First off, old. <laughs> are you? Old. I am. All right, good. Uh, two month old and two year old and a five year old. All of the kids. Uh, that's a commitment to yeah. get out of the house. You don't. You um, don't have much time to do anything. So just thinking of timing of getting back and forth. I don't go How about Brazil? How often do you go back to the motherland? <laughs> I haven't been there since the final of the Ooh, World Cup. Damn. It was a 
they don't. I don't think. I think they've here. given you up already. So they're going to revoke your citizenship. They then. should. Yeah. I, I, I'm trying to go back, but then we have a kid every two years, so it's like it's know, by design. It's by design. So I hope to go into. You tell your wife, I want to go to Brazil. Oh, sorry, pregnant, can't go anywhere. She might be right. I don't think your wife wants to go to Brazil. It was related to teams. No, yeah, no, she loves it. We we were there for for the World Cup, and I you know can't wait to go back. What about the World Cup coming our way now? That's gonna be incredible. Yeah, it's gonna be bananas. The next five, six years, we got Copa America yes. next year, FIFA Club World Cup oh. in 25, World Cup in 26, Women's World Cup 27, Olympics in 28. How much of that's going to touch San Diego? Southern California, I guess, but not, rarely do Southern we get it. Southern California, in. all of it, for sure. Well, I heard that right now that the, the LA Cronky, Cronky doesn't want to have any upgrades done to yeah, no. Sophie. That's so he said, <laughs> Right, and he's like, "Get out of here, so fi. <laughs> so, uh, so Las so Las Vegas is gonna yeah, they're gonna do it. They're engulf the World Cup games. I was like, I'm down to go to Vegas for a World those, Cup match. Those FIFA contracts are, are tough. Um, you know, there's a lot of stuff that you have to give up and negotiate around. And they're sneaky, huh? But people want to be in LA. So they're like they're, they're like a gang. Trying to take advantage. Yeah, they're you know they're powerful, man. Yeah, like probably one of the most powerful brands in the world. Fuck. How, how does MLS? How are they viewed by FIFA MLS? I remember watching the Beckham uh, docu-series. My wife got me into it. I'm a big Beckham fan. I'm a big United fan. So Beckham was always like, you know, so it's on Netflix. It's like a four-part series, blah, 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 this and that. And then just kind of going through it, she started seeing and noticing what football is all about. When Beckham said he's moving out here, everybody's like, oh, that's not football. That's not real football. Are we still viewed like that in the MLS and, and or states at all? I think it's significantly changed. Okay. So I started when I started my career – I, I think it was viewed like that. And that's when, you know, I started in 2007. That's when Beckham, Beckham came. Was, yeah. um, and I think it's significantly changed over time. I mean, you see the U.S. is a top 10, 15 country in the world. Um, from just a U.S. soccer perspective, the women you know, kill it every year. Tough year this year. Not I'm this sure year. It's World Cup. It's <laughs> yeah. going to be better. Um, and so I think that it just, it, sometimes, you know, in today's social media world, we all want the overnight success, right? Like we overnight, deserve overnight. it. Right. I didn't do anything, but I did one video and I deserve to be a superstar. So I think it's the same thing from a football perspective. We're trying to compete with countries who've been doing this for hundreds of years, hundreds, hundred years. Yeah. Um, so I think it, it's getting there and it's getting there very quickly. Cause As, you see a lot of lucrative players coming out, you know, they're looking for that deal that they're, you know, they're on the back nine of their 18 hole of their careers. And, but some still, of them, some of them, some of a them lot are, of young yeah. kids coming too now. Like if you look at Amiron who went to Newcastle, like he went through here, right? Uh, Tiago Almada who's also at, at Atlanta. Like there's a lot of young talent coming through here. And MLS has been clever about creating some different kind of uh, levers that you can use in their cap building. Oh yeah. They're changing building. the scheme completely. Right? Right. <laughs> so that it doesn't become right. Just a place for retirement, but it's a combination of both, right? Like you have Messi coming, but you also have some young talent coming through it too. So I think that's the unique of a the uniqueness of a successful league is you have the combination of both. Messi's teams been the who are part of the up and coming, but then also teams who bring in the superstars. Because Messi single handedly just turned Miami into a football town. Uh, I I wouldn't say from a from single, a from a you know a naive a yeah for, correct from yeah. a commercial perspective he brought eyes in an insane way that I I was a. I was kind of surprised to be honest. Really? Uh, like I knew you know Messi is Messi, but like it was pretty impressive what the impact that Messi had on everything. Immediate like, impact. On everything like over immediate overnight. impact. Like, what was it? Sales millions of jerseys went up. 
right millions of followers and like everything that that Inter Miami did so like that was impressive but from a football perspective it wasn't just him right like there's Busquets there's Alba like they've they had some good players in there so. they brought all Barcelona with them right and there's more coming right? yeah supposedly uh what's his name your Uruguayan guy Luis Suarez is he coming next he still year. plays He's not biting people anymore. He's still he's still biting, but, yeah, you know, Luis Suarez, bro, El Vampiro, dog. I, I love, I love international football. There's for me growing up, going to Jack, uh, Jack Murphy. That's how old I'm. Going to yeah. Qualcomm. That was when it was awesome, bro. You know, El Tri was gonna play Sweden, Denmark, whatever European country came into town. Didn't matter. We'd go buy the Ritmo Latino. We'd go get our tickets from the, the Ticketmaster, like little fucking spot, <laughs> and we'd get all right. How many going? Five, my tío, my tío, let's go. All right, twenty. You know, and like I feel like we put all of us in a truck. We were all in a truck, and back then there was it, you know, people didn't give a shit. So we were in the truck bed, just like with our flags on the freeway, dude. And it's a party. I remember those it was days. a fucking fiesta, dog, on the freeway, exiting on Friars and going into Qualcomm and turning around. It was awesome. I'm hoping, I'm praying that we, my kids, get to relive that now that they have an MLS team. You know, oh, we will. Now we that will. we have an we'll MLS team, look. that's I want two things for my kids, bro. There. It's gonna two, be incredible. two things for my kids in the sporting world. You know, two. The Padres will win a World Series in their lifetime. I'm fucking holding, hopefully, mine. You know, my dad's, a ver que pedo. You know, we'll see what happens, dog. Me, hopefully. You know, and my kids, definitely. And fuck, I want them to have a soccer team here, like on that level. Like, I want us to have, yeah, I want that MLS Cup here, bro. How awesome would that be? How soon can you make that happen, Ricardo? Chop, 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 chop. 25. No. Has there been an expansion team that's won in their inaugural season? Las Vegas uh, Knights. St. Louis this year is um, the hockey team. Do it did very well. Yeah, did very well. They did very well. Um, it's it's not easy, right? Because you're bringing the chemistry of not just just the commercial side, but also the the football side of bringing 24 players to perform at the highest level compared to everyone else who's been building for years. So it's challenging, but but the co concept of right to dream is to build a very competitive, very very competitive and young team, okay. and then finding that balance. You were saying what, Kiki? About well, what team came out and won it? Uh, Las Vegas Knights. How that's hockey for? Yeah, but it's it's the same shit. It's an expansion team. They do the same thing. That hockey is different. Yeah, <laughs> but like it, in the in the sense yeah. that you know they that's, had to go pick hand pick players from the other teams right. and then you know bring them all together to try to win a championship. Because I guess in, initially for them that's what they wanted to do, like bring the good team to Vegas to win the championship to get like a crowd and just like oh, okay now we have a. Like an NHL. They NHL just won crowd. it, right? They yeah. just won it like last season? Then? Mm-hmm. Damn. They yeah, they've won a few. They've won oh, two. Just, they won two already. Yeah. Wow. Fuck. Vegas. That's well, impressive. Why can't the Raiders do anything over there then? <laughs> when is baseball going to go to Vegas? I'm done. Isn't, That'll probably happen. Aren't the A's going to Vegas? Yeah, that's yeah, true. Yeah, the yeah. A's are going yeah. to Vegas. Dude. After this season or next season? No, after this season. Hell yeah. Fuck Vegas, that's why the bro. That's why the Oakland A's like fans, they did a reverse boycott. Where they bought all the tickets? Yeah. <laughs> please stay. Please stay. They, they still won 40 games. Yeah. <laughs> nah, but you didn't see it. Like They did a reverse boycott. They bought all the tickets for, I forget what game, and everybody showed up. And they were fucking quiet. They didn't say anything. They didn't oh, they cheer. They were oh, just sitting there, dude. No. Like, it's like scary. the game was. Yeah, it was wild. Hmm. Like they were showing it. The people were putting videos up and everything, and like dead quiet in a baseball game. You Did they win hear, that game? Uh, I'm not sure. I don't remember. See, but it's like you could hear the balls like getting thrown and like <laughs> smacking, and smacking <laughs> the balls, dude. Like you know, you can barely hear that when there's when there's a crowd, you know, there. But like when everybody was quiet, you just hear the the smack of the of the ball hitting the glove all the time. That's how it sounds like when balls smack a glove. That's crazy. 
Does it sound like when balls hit a foot? Vegas, man, they're turning into like a little bit of a, a mecca of sports. They're going to be having, I don't know how soon, but the F1 races, right? Aren't they going to have some sort of like international racing? Yeah, next month. No. Yeah. November. That's a lot of money into the infrastructure throwing over there. But that's Vegas, man. They can see afford what they that did, shit? though? No. They, like, in front of the Bellagio, uh. they destroyed everything. Like, they opened the parts so they can put stands up there. Damn. So, like, the, 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 a lot of people got mad because, like, uh, in front of, like, a bunch of these spots, like, they took out the, the ability to be able to do the touristy thing and see, like, Man, watch Ocean's Eleven. Watch Ocean's Eleven. You can get it all from there. <laughs> yeah, bro. we got YouTube yeah. now. You don't got to do that <laughs> shit anymore. Yeah, but they, they, they tore down stuff to build grandstands just to, like, where that fucking race That thing's been sold out to. forever. Yeah. yeah it's, it's insane. Are it's you insane. into that? It's, I love, I'm a huge F1 fan. I was an F1 fan before I was a football fan. Really? Because Brazil is huge or what? Because Ayrton Senna, which he was a very popular driver, mm-hmm. when he died in 94, like, my world fell apart. And then Brazil won the 94 World Cup in the U.S. They filled that, that void. Kind of and restored. I, I, they filled I that survived. void. Yes. I just think you love being Brazilian, fool. <laughs> that too. What's the best place to eat Brazilian food here? Lolitas. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> best acai bowl in San Diego. Yeah. Uh, I would, I'd say probably Novo. Novo, what's that? Novo Brazil. The brewery? They make acai bowls? They make good food. They have food? They have good food. I need you to edit all of that out, bro. Any Novo Brazil? Any Novo Brazil? We got to edit it all out, bro. That's the wrong question, too. Oh, man. Where's your favorite burrito in San Diego? Let's get to that. Let's get to the good shit. I'm probably going to get booed by this, but I love Santana's. Santana's. Is that even a thing? It is. It started. I started it when it was in Point Loma. And then they grew very fast, but when there was just a one spot in Point Loma, I thought it was phenomenal. There was and one I've here in Chula Vista. There is the one next to the McDonald's on. No, uh, fool. It's, it's shut down. That one got shut down? It's called well, Castañedas. Oh, it's called Castañedas. They, expanded, they uh-huh. expanded like crazy when I was living in New York. Like there were, Wait, Santana's like, was in New York? Crazy. No, no, no. I was oh. in New York. But I heard from here that there were like spots everywhere. Okay. And then as most things that expand too quickly don't do well, and then they sold a bunch of spots yeah. that were Santana's, and now they've kept, I think, Three or four of them. Yeah. Because um, Castaneda still has like the similar style logo to Santana. Yeah, so a lot of yeah, them. <laughs> that's I, what I saw. I've heard some stories of like it's a family <laughs> business. They got split and. Look at you. Yeah. Leave it to Mexicans. Mexicos. Leave it to Mexicans. <laughs> and just do. We, we, that's what we do best. We bicker. We bicker and then we, we, we ruin a good thing. <laughs> Where can yeah. I go get some great Brazilian food in San Diego? And what is a good Brazilian dish? Feijoada is the best. Feijoada is a, it was created by slaves who were being brought from Africa to Brazil and they were given the leftovers of the meat and they just used to cook all of this random meat, like tail, tongue, and all this like, I think it's delicious stuff, cooked with black beans. Mm. So it's just Ooh. black beans and all kinds of meat on rice. Puro like pinchy protein. Let's go. It's, it's incredible. Yeah, right. Feijoada for me is, is my favorite. Where is that? Uh, there's a couple of different spots. There's uh, in uh, Midway. There is uh, Sabor, Sabor. There is uh, Brazil by the Bay. Um, so I like when you get full Brazilian. Full. <laughs> I love when you get. Who's the better Gracie, Hickson or what? What, what happened? Hoist. Or Hoist? 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 Why? Because he went UFC. I don't know. Damn, that was a joke, but you're fucking taking time I, to I, think I, about I, this like, answer. Think, <laughs> that one cut him deep. Well, like, wait, wait a second. Wait a second. Yeah, second yeah. Like, Brazil has a lot of things that like we're proud of, right? Like yeah. you guys are a, a proud fucking right. country, so, bro. So when you ask me questions, I'm yeah, like, I'm good. Like, like if you ask me what's the best Brazilian player, like I'm gonna have a problem with that. Go ahead. 
But know. after Hicks in He's going to really start talking <laughs> with his hands with this one. <laughs> right. We're <laughs> yeah. using both now. Uh, no, yeah. I, yeah. So no? We're just very proud. Hickson. Very proud. It's Hickson. He wrote a book. He wrote a book. I feel like that's a winner. That's <laughs> just because you're in a book. All you got to do is win a book. You think you're I just feel like he's a winner. He wrote, wrote a book. book. He's a winner. Yeah, okay. But I'm going with him. <laughs> you know who else wrote a book for? Britney Spears. I heard this. Britney Spears, Stories of a Literally. Woman or something like that. The Woman Inside Me. También. Esa madre. Um, dude, I'm horrible with titles, bro. I still don't know the 50 Cent book name. Sorry, I got you. Okay, but we're going to read that one in November. Yes, we we're going to read that one. Britney Spears, The Woman in Me, Inside Me. You made it all perverted, <laughs> fool. <laughs> I was looking at Kiki. <laughs> <laughs> you made it all perverted, dog. Ooh, and she's she's been on a sick one, I guess, because like she put out the book, and, and, and it's got a lot of like juicy, like, you know, She's that, been on a sick one for a long bro, time. Bro, it's Britney yeah, Spears. She's dancing around with knives on you Instagram. Leave her alone. That's, that's fine. Leave that's Britney fine. alone. That's fine. Look at Britney Spears was in every garage as a poster, bro. Oh, I know. You know, mm -hmm. she was in every little teenager's garage as a poster. I, I had her in my garage. I had we a had, folder. <laughs> okay. Like, well, it was like school, like the paper ones. Uh-huh. <laughs> that you put open? inside your binder. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I had one of those. She was a woman inside of your folder. Yeah, the woman in my folder. <laughs> <laughs> Man, so that'll be our book for the month of November. So next week, we're going to go talk about the book we did in October, The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck. Great book. I've applied a lot of its things this month for... Can't wait to read it. Dude, if you, have, you got a week full. It's, it's, not a, it's not a long read. It's, it's not. not. It's not. But it, use your fucking credit on Audible. I feel like... I'm going to use that on Britney. <laughs> <laughs> I got to manage this thing. The way oh, my checking shit. and my savings is set up. You Bro, know. she put out some secrets, though. I was reading, and it said that uh, I guess she had an uh, abortion for Justin Timberlake's kid. Bro. Oh, dude, she hooked up with Colin Farrell, dude. I mean, who did really? Mr. Alexander the Great? Come on. There's a lot of this. So is I'm, I'm there, curious Is there juicy details about the Eminem shit? No, not, I haven't seen it. I haven't uh, read the book. Fool, I, I got owed it. Yeah, I, I got owed it. What's the last book you read, Ricardo? And why was it Sir Alex Ferguson? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that's the a Hoist Gracie book. book. Have you read that book? Yes, sir. That is well, a book. I, I listened to it, but yes. Yeah, I listened. It was read to him. <laughs> Somebody narrated it to me. What an awesome book. He's What he, an awesome like, book. Not a big menu fan, but he is incredible. But you're a fan of greatness. I, possibly the best coach ever. In the history of football. Yeah, I'm telling you. Might, might have to give that to him. Anybody who can... The art of telling you that you are not playing, but you feel like you're the most important person <laughs> in the world, that's a gift. Dude, and he handled Beckham that's, in that way. He handled a, a handful of players in that way. And I feel if he was in charge right now of Man United, he'd be handling some players that way currently. And they'd be like, oh, but I'm... I'm, I'm like, I'm Sancho. And that doesn't matter who you are. You'd be out of here so quick, dude. Right. Well, you kind of prevent them from coming in. Yeah. Right. Uh, so you think he would have prevented Haidonte from coming in? I think he would have. You just come in on a different mentality. Yeah. Jaden Sancho was good when he came in, but it's Bundesliga, and I've, I've not, and not a knock on Bundesliga. It's just I notice players that come from the Bundesliga and go to another league, they have a little bit of a learning curve to kind of get adjusted to. Uh, there, there, there's so many aspects to an athlete performing well that go way beyond just the league that they're in. Mm. Listen up, Kiki. Listen, this is for you, bro. Family situation, like personal life, teammates, coaching, playing style. There's so many things that go into it that it's it's not as simple as, oh, this league is harder than the other league. And, and my you know, coaches who, like Pep Guardiola, think of everything are the ones who can maximize every single player that comes in. And even then doesn't work out. But like giving them time too, like you look at, 
Holland or you know who was um, Jack Grealish from mm. City bringing him over. He didn't. Yeah. They paid a hundred and something million for him. He didn't perform right away. But the coach, knowing how to protect his play, he's a stud now. Off the field, yeah. right? Well, he was great. Now this year, he's in. He's, he's still parting from their trouble from last year. Um, but I think trouble when you win three. <gasps> Go ahead. How high did you take I, your professional career in footy? Uh, should I answer that question? Uh, yes. Uh, I got injured. Go ahead. That means I just wasn't good. Enough. Nah, I have an old injury in my right <laughs> knee too. I would have made it all the way. Yeah, I don't know where. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I would have made it all the way home <laughs> from training. Yeah. And, uh, called Damn. Them so you don't read no. books, man. You're like a no. I I I do audible. I just right you're like now, a scholar. You're a professional. You do I, I like reading autobiographies. Yes, and stuff like that. that's that's like, what that's I, why the the. the uh, I'm gonna call him Ferguson. El Fergie Don. Have you watched the Netflix special about uh, the Beckhams? I did. What'd you think? I knew a lot of it. Yeah, so it was good. Um, because that was when I kind of started my, my career here, and I was a Madrid fan, so I knew it like um, Galacticos. So, the Galacticos, right? That that was an incredible era. Incredible era. Did you watch the Figo documentary? Yes, that was another good one. My favorite one still is Becoming Slatan. Yes, that's yeah, he is man. he like talk about like owning your crazy. Yeah, like, he he does it. Incredible what did they say? Uh, Los Angeles always had a king, but now they have a god. When you right. came in, I was like, damn, fool. When and he put like a billboard or some shit? Dude, he yeah. took out a billboard and welcome just said, and then said, you're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fuck yeah. It was like a whole page in the, in the LA Times. Yeah. And then like, you open it, oh, there's always some old white guy. I'm going to get some coffee. <laughs> Opens it and it just says, you're welcome. I was like, yes. Yeah. Dude, my favorite player of all time. Him and Cantona. Really? Yeah. Slatan and Cantona were always wow. my top tier. I like arrogance, bro. I like, but I like arrogance backed up by talent and like, People who can follow up with what they're saying. But it's also not arrogance, and I think that's the uniqueness of him. It's not in a negative, I don't I can't, I don't know. Malicious like, like way? in a fun way? In a malicious, right. It's not in a, like, I'm putting others down, mm. it's I'm talking about myself. Yeah. He's not being condescending to other people. Right. I've seen him do some things, bro. I've seen him do some things. We we all, like he's done things. a lot. I mean, yeah. so did come around. But it's, I don't know. I felt like it's never been malicious, I think was the best way of saying it. Look at you! You didn't even say it, and you made you look smart. <laughs> <I'll take laughs> all the I don't know. Barry doesn't even know how to spell. I only have one hand. year, so I don't know where it comes from. <laughs> Give me something else, Barry. Fuck! What do you want to? We talking about a weekend still? Or where are we going? We going headlines? Little, yeah. Let's go away your headline. I wanted to hear your headline. All right, I got a few good ones. Uh, they discovered mm. an eleven thousand year old statue mm. in the uh, region of Turkey. Go ahead. And it caught my. Uh, <laughs> immature oh god really <laughs> my immature I can, interest i can only imagine what does it look like oh there it is, it is. a seven and a half foot man mm -hmm. holding right. on to something very precious to himself are we past the uh, 10 minute mark here yeah we're good his yeah. dick <laughs> it's, okay so that's his hand yeah so that yeah he's got, got like fish arms or something yeah. i don't know like you know the tools were rudimentary back then i'm sure they've lost some detail being buried in the dirt for so long but didn't lose detail on that thing i mean shit dude that's so, different than the David <laughs> that you find, John Michelangelo. His wiener was small now. Yeah, see. This guy went all in. So that's the difference, I think. I, I is, guess. You know, back in like the Michelangelo period, they thought that it was 
like grotesque to have a big penis. Really? But if you go back to like all these like I would have thrived in that era. Things, I would have thrived yeah, in that era. I'd be perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I would have thrived in that era. Be like the Sumerians and like all these old artifacts, like especially like fertility statues. They're all just like rocking huge dogs. <laughs> Eleven thousand year ever. old statue of giant man clutching penis unearthed in Turkey. Barry, how the heck do you find this headline, bro? Yeah, what, just like, what, did, what did you just yeah. type they, in? They Google? also found like an old like ox statue and everything, but the entire fucking world just focused in on that. I mean, mm. as you should. It's seven and a half feet tall. Mine is a little different. My, mine is a little <laughs> different. You know, mine was about free fries at Mickey D's. Oh, you're going to try and divide some people, I'm, aren't I'm, you? I want to see what's up. I want to know what the Brazilian outlook is. I want to mm -hmm. know what the Wisconsin outlook is and the Mexican outlook. Free fries <laughs> at McDonald's, Angel, if you can bring that up. So they're going to be giving away free fries every Friday for the rest of the year, and here's how to get them. They must always, be getting really old or something. There's always a catch, away. bro. There's always a catch, and the catch <laughs> is backlash. you got to uh, register for, like, their delivery service and you got to spend like a dollar on a purchase and this that and the other but it got me to thinking i kind of grew up on mcdonald's fries i didn't really eat a lot of mcdonald's mm -hmm. but when we did have like a a, a a an eating out experience of fast food it was usually mcdonald's that's what we like we like the happy meals and and fucking weirdly enough and and crazy we went my mcdonald's of choice was the one in san isidro mm -hmm. the one that was yeah, uh, the one that got shot up bro and they subsequently had to close down like it's we were now southwestern college is that one of the extensions of southwestern yeah. right yeah this is a memorial there for mm -hmm. it i think they have it right in the front so we used to go there all the time because uh we we lived in san isidro with my abuelita she would take care of us throughout the day when my parents work and we would go down to alpha beta which was a supermarket next door and we would uh have McDonald's. So I was kind of raised on these fries, bro. Mm. But it got me to thinking, what are the go-to fries right now? McDonald's fries aren't even the same anymore. Go ahead. We have an opinion. Go ahead. They, they, Owen. They used to cook them with the, uh, what was it, like fucking... Lard? Manteca? No, oh. dude, it was like like beef, like a... Uh, tallow? Yeah, with tallow. Tallow, like... Thank tallow you, Joe grease. Rogan. I learned a word. <laughs> yeah, no, that's what, that's what it is. They used to use tallow grease. Like, it was like beef grease, like beef fat. Uh -huh. They used to fucking, that was what they cooked them in before. And so they were good. And they were fucking delicious. Okay. But now you go to them now and they taste completely different. Like, okay. But if you go outside of the U.S. and go get the fries anywhere else, they still use the beef tallow to cook them in. You, when you travel abroad, you go to McDonald's? You go to... I go try. I try everything. I doubt it. If you, if you went to no, McDonald's. Hold up, hold up. No, no, no. I went to, when I went to Japan, uh -huh. we, we tried, um, we were in, the, we went to McDonald's. And why would you go to McDonald's if you're in Japan, fool? Because we were coming out of partying and drunk. But the f they have There's, different stuff on their yeah, menu. Yeah, they had different shit. Like mm. instead of having um, like a fucking one dollar cheeseburger, mm. they had like a, a, a fish sandwich that it wasn't the filet fish, but it was a bomb ass fish sandwich that we were like, all right, fuck it, whatever. We tried it, and bro, we went back for like four more. Look at you, <laughs> American. <laughs> ah, there was a bunch of it's funny because like you go down there and there was a bunch of Japanese people just waiting in line to get McDonald's that's like, what's in drunk. Japan Kiki a bunch of Japanese people oh, no, fool, that's yeah. how that works fool <laughs> Jesus Christ <laughs> he's learning he's learning so who's world. your favorite fucking fry right now who do you who, when what? you're yeah when you're on a sick one and you're not training you're not in fight camp and you're like oh man it's 11 it's 12 it's 1 I gotta go get something R to eat uh, I like Balboa's fries they're, gar they're fucking yes. uh, they're garlic fries okay uh, those are bomb bro okay but you can't get them at 11 p.m. Back. no I can't, but I can't but I mean at, looks at like you're looking for a, a sponsor for your next fight Call me silly, but it almost <laughs> looks like you're, you're you're out there just reaching. Oh yeah, the Balboa burger. Oh, the Balboa burger. All right, right, right. Give it to me, Barry. What does the white perspective think? I'm partial to rallies, but also KFC is coming up. I feel like what KFC went from wedges <laughs> to fries, but they're still using the same batter. What the hell? It is. I was not looking for all delicious. that. Dog. It is delicious. I I spend a lot of time thinking about my fries. Do you really? Can we also just say what? This is a hot take. 
Go ahead. For this shit. Uh-oh. I'm going to say it right to the camera. Fuck in and out fries. Whoa, whoa. whoa, whoa. Hey, we better we, pa- we passed that 10 minutes. It's like eating the box, dude. What box? I get it. <laughs> I get the appeal. They're fresh. They make them in front of you. They're, yeah. they're boring, dude. Can I interest you in the animal style? Just it's them. better, but yeah. like in order to make their fries good, you have to goop on all that. Nah, food, just yeah, ask put for, all that goop on ask it. Ask them double fried. Nah. <laughs> all right, Wisconsin nah. has spoken. Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead, Mr. Brazil. What, 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 what is your go-to? Some angry fry conversation. I guess. This guy uh, got all angry for so, no reason. So I'll start <laughs> with serious. growing up in Brazil, going to McDonald's was was special. Go ahead. Right? Yes. So, so I 100% going to McDonald's outside of the U.S. is always better than going to McDonald's in the U.S. All right. So I'll, I'll But he didn't that. live here, Kiki. Yeah, it is different. He's <laughs> different, bull. Um, <laughs> there are Brazilians in Brazil. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, a bunch of them There's in line. Wait, right. they also wait in line. My, my, co- my coach is here too, but he never understands a word I say. No, <laughs> they wait. Um, I, I'm, I'm a Five Guys guy. Okay, I think their fries are great. I do like In and Out with the gooey stuff, but yeah, plain it's average. Yeah. But Five Guys, it's a good fry. Look at you over there. Look at you just. Oh yes, I'm always it's right. True. Oh. It's true. Uh, about French fries, yeah, I am. Yeah. Always right. Fuck yeah. Go ahead. Are they trash? In and out fries. Are they trash? Oh, that's voted up. Voted <laughs> up. We got a poll in the chat, ladies and gentlemen. There it is. Um, well, I'm gonna go with fuck, dude. You shit all over In and Out. Yeah, I did, and I'll do it again. I really like the In and Out <laughs> fries. They're, they're they're my thing. But you know what? I'm also privy to Carl's Jr. Because for a long time, there was a Carl's, well, still is. There's a Carl's Jr. across the street from Benita Vista High School. So I would always, after school, boom, famous star. Famous star, and famous star with cheese, because I'm not a peasant. Mm-hmm. I would put cheese on that shit. Mm-hmm. And then I would get some fries. And those fries were amazing, bro. So now I'll, I'll, I'll go with Carlitos Jr. El Similar Jorge. to In N Out. They yeah. make them there. They got the little potato skins yeah. on them still. Yeah, yeah. And they don't taste like dog. I don't like the seasoned curly fry approach. No. I don't like any of that mm-hmm. shit, dude. I don't like So you any, don't like Rally's fries? I don't, you don't like the Chris Cut fries? I don't like the Chris Cut fries. I don't like I'm a simple man. Like mm-hmm. I said, we didn't eat a lot of fast food when we were little. And when I did, it was like, oh, wow, this is awesome. So the Happy Meal and the fries, dude. Yeah. My kids like nuggets. I'm I like, feel like fuck, McDonald's fries are a good, like, comparison point like they're not the best they're not the worst but they are everybody's had them and everybody knows them well so it's like you could say like are they better or worse than mcdonald's fries Thank you they're also not consistently fresh yeah. It's McDonald's. They're fresh. You know, you know the loophole to that? Fresh, they're SDFC, not sponsored by McDonald's. <laughs> That's right. That's the okay. The loophole to get fresh fries is always going to get five guys. All opinions are mine and mine only. <laughs> all, all, all of them. <laughs> all yeah. You are SDFC in my eyes, bro. That's it. That's it. So, what, wait, let's get back into SDFC. When does this team get to put together? How soon do we know what players we will be repping? How soon is the draft? Knowing, probably looking at second half of next year. Okay. As you could start making some more. It might not even make announcements. Players that are still with their teams, we can't announce. So maybe even just, you know, 25. Mm. But the scouting has already started. Likelihood of a loyal player joining as the FC. And if you had your chance, who would you bring? Possibility. I think there's a lot of young talent Mm -hmm. that loyal that, that... Deserve an opportunity. Let's put a name to that young talent. Who do you want to bring over to? I mean, there's, you know, Duran is a great example of somebody who's going to, you know, go with the U-17's national team. Yeah. How do you not look at a kid like that? Yeah, that's a stud. Look at that. I feel like I have, like, we have something here that I got to just keep, you know, like. (laughs) There's a a little nugget in there that you're going to dig it out. Is there an official um, 
like a, a, a podcast of the show of the show of the, of the MLS squad now because I know for the loyal you guys had uh, El Compadarin and all that do, does all that come back like are you bringing everything like that over to SCFC I think it's it's gonna have its unique personality mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, there are a lot of things that we want to do similar versions of it yes and having and but also have a lot more ability to do things in a bigger scale and, and even cooler <sighs> All right, back to something silly. Back to something silly. <laughs> back to something silly. <laughs> Barry, you and I have a list, and I'm going to ask you too, Ricardo, of songs that we want played at our funeral. Correct. Some of us wow. have even gone as far as creating that playlist already. Some of us have it in our Spotify, and it's titled, and it's private because you don't want your wife to think you're a fucking weirdo. And some people listen to it on the ride to Emo Brown. <laughs> <laughs> I listened to a song today that I do not want listed or played at my funeral, dog. The things that you come up with, Barry, sometimes they frighten me. <laughs> Why? Turkish statues exposing their penis. That's art. And songs that you don't want played at your funeral. This is stuff you need Let to think about. It. Let me hear it. Okay. So uh, I was looking on the old internet, and I found a list of mm. songs that people else put together. Before I get to their list, though, I, I do want to hear our songs. Mm. And I know mine is going to be <laughs> what I've been playing on this show the most. Wait, this is a song you do want played there? I do not want this played at my funeral. Oh, what is it? Oh. <laughs> Hey, that's a good song, though. On my way. On my way. <laughs> <laughs> I want that at my funeral. Like, because I don't know where I'm going, but wherever it is I'm going, I'm on my yeah, way. Y'all know where I'm going. You don't need to sing a song about it. <laughs> I'm on the highway. What? How weird are we that we have a playlist of songs to play at our at our, at our our funeral? Is that is, something that is you have? the list of songs that you play or you don't play? Because he just he does. Yeah, he's he weird. I, I, do so you, you do I, both. Yeah. Well, he has this list of songs that will be played at his funeral and has to be played start to finish. And it, it's inspired a lot of people to start making these lists. So when I saw this article, I was like, oh, this is a Steve fucking conversation right here. If we have a party planner for weddings and shit or for quinceañeras, like I feel you should have a party planner for your funeral. You know, it's like I'm not going to sure, be there. Not yeah, there. I'm, not, I'm not there, but I'm there. I'm what the reason people will be there. I'm the reason people are coming, bro. So this is like so my, is your party a celebration? Yes, this is this is like my my reverse debutante party, bro. This is like my reverse quinceañera. Like this is people are coming to say goodbye. So it's like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell Boogeyman to be my DJ. I'm probably going to get like Tacos del Gordo to cater it or some shit. For, well, you won't get to do that. I'm, I'm cool with it. I'm be there. You're just passing on work to other I'll people. be there. Like, I'll be there just hanging Delegating. out. Delegating. That's nice. <laughs> Delegating. <laughs> we have a few delegators in our crew. But yeah, I just want to have that shit set up and handled. So this is weird? You don't do that? Is that not a... No. No. no you just want to just catch everybody yet. by I, surprise. Yes. Yes. Oh, but I but I but I now gonna start thinking about the playlist, I'll be honest. <laughs> yeah. Is there a I favorite song? We'll put that together. Is there yeah. a favorite song? My I'm a big Marley fan. Oh, okay. So um Redemption song is definitely something that Do they have drug tests at SDFC? <laughs> what is what what is what is you the know, outlook? My, my of mom it? asked me that same question <laughs> at an early age because I was obsessed with Marley. But I just think I just love I'm a very like relaxed, like and so I yeah. just always love my You are very chill. Why? Yeah, I don't know. What do you smoke? Nothing. No? Like When's that. the last time you smoked? I don't drink coffee. No? No. What do Brazilians drink? Coffee. A lot of it? A lot of it. Oh, not a lot of it, just you know, high-powered Strong shit. You're my Brazilian, you know? Like, I know a few other Brazilians, but I feel like I know this Brazilian right Thank here. You. We've shared many drinks together. We've gotten on, on many sick ones at, a, at establishments here in Chula Vista together. Good establishment. We have shared stories. I love the new place literally. Thank you, sir. I appreciate Our office you. is literally two a stone away. throws away, yes. bro. Sounds like I know a where your breaks will be. A stone throws away, man. Yes. It's right there. there Jerry was telling me the same thing. Hey, cabron, like you guys are like right there, right down the street. I said, hey, let's get you guys a kegerator. Let's get you guys some beers. You know, Absolutely. let's do the thing. But you are my go-to for all things Brazilian. So that's why I ask you, who is your favorite Brazilian soccer player? 
Ooh, you went back there. Um, <laughs> I look, I Ronaldinho for me Oof. was the guy who I wasn't a Barcelona fan, but I wanted to watch Barcelona games because of him. He brought he is entertainment. For me, sports should be entertainment. Games should be entertaining. So I don't like the defending and like, you know, park the bus stuff. Like and I think that is something that the sport has changed and I miss about it. So for me, Ronaldinho was the ultimate entertainer. I didn't get to see Pelé play live, but he was very good. I feel like he's the best representation of what a Brazilian player is. Was. No more? You think it's changed? I mean, who who's playing like that nowadays? There's nobody there to fill the shoes? Definitely not Neymar. Oof. Ooh. He went there. Shots. He went there, bro. Dangerous. Fucking Owen. When you got nothing to lose, bro, you don't give a hey, shit. Uh, you just go in. Aren't you late for work? uphill from here. <laughs> yeah, but who's working the brewery right now? Freshman? Shit, get the fuck out of here, dog. It's, it's time for you to exit. <laughs> uh, I grew up watching Ronaldo. For me, Ronaldo was, what, yeah, he, he, El Fenomeno. Yeah. He was incredible. He was awesome. He was, incredible. He was awesome. He Ronaldinho just had a swag mm. and, a, and a, like, he would miss a goal and smile. Yeah. Like, Ronaldo was incredible. Yeah. He absolutely was. But I, like, Ronaldinho just had that, like, enjoyment. He brought the culture into the right. match. He, had he, brought, he was a culture in, in, in person right. form on the pitch. It was both. You know? Right? Dancing, right. smiling, just everything's, everything's good. Rarely saw him upset. Right. Rarely saw him arguing. He'd fall, get tripped, get knocked down. He'd get right back up again. <laughs> That's <laughs> on the list thing. of bad songs for the funeral. <laughs> he would be, yeah, fool. If, if I get back up Tom again, I'm not. Chumbo Wumba. I'm probably not dead. But, yeah, he was that guy. You know? And, oh. That's a valid point. Pelé never saw him play. Ronaldo, I saw him play. He was my guy. Uh, I like Bebeto. I like Romario. I like those players, you know, because that was that 94. That was that squad right. that they was just that solid. Was, was Who else was back there? What, whatever. Whatever. All of those things are awesome. Barry, what else you got for us in your little bag of tricks? Do you still have time with us or do you got to make your exit? You let me know. I got to go in a few more minutes. Sir, let's take this time to thank you. Thank you. Let's thank you for coming in, spending time with us. I got a shit ton more questions, but I don't want to bombard you. I'll be back. You. I, we'll, we'll be here, I man. We'll be here. We'll have um, a big event we never on leave. November 9th. November 9th. What's going on November 9th? We're announcing, um, well, we're sharing more details on our training facility. and our, uh, That training uh, facility. Jesus Christ, man. It's incredible. it's incredible. How much of it is actually built out? Because I've just seen the pictures, but I don't know if there was so something there's, already. There's uh, the current resort hotel that lives there. We're going to take all that over and turn that into a school and a campus for the kids to live in. Uh, and then the teachers and the, the coaches are also all going to live there. And then we're building a 50,000 square foot first team like training facility. Jesus training Christ, building, man. And then all the fields. All of the fields. How many right. fields? How many pitches are going to be on there? Five. Yeah. Five or seven. To well, yeah, five. That bird's eye view sketch of it just looks amazing, yes. man. Congratulations. Huh? You, you're very well deserving and of everything that's come your way and everything that's going to continue to come your way. And I'm excited to have somebody with your expertise and excitement and knowledge of the game to bring MLS here. And I know it was a controversial topic initially, but I feel now the, the, the bridge is going to get gapped from loyal to SDFC. I'm here for all of it. I can't wait for you to do your thing, bro. It's about building it together. Yeah. It's like talk to me and us about like what, what do we need to do right? What are we doing wrong? We're going to make mistakes. Yeah. We made mistakes with, with everything you do in life, but you learn more about your mistakes than you do about your wins. I feel like I need to see how people react after they make mistakes because that'll, that'll right. show me the true character of that person. You know, if somebody just wants to like, oh, well, right. succumb to it and just like, well, let's change this or let's alter that. It's like, oh, no backbone. 
a little integrity. Dude, let, let, let's see but how there's you also back. a version of that of like learning from it, yeah. right? It doesn't mean you just keep making the same mistake every time, but can you be better at explaining it? Can you do it in a different way where it's so true to what you're trying to do, but you can do it better. You don't read books. I do read books. <laughs> I listen to books. You guys listen to books. You, you don't, don't read, read books. the books. Yeah, fool, but I'm not like a, a top tier executive at an MLS club, dog. Like but I, I listen to them. When do I have to read them? I, read I, I, emails, I just, I guess, I, I just expected more. Day. I drive, and I want to be able to. Discuss <laughs> I, get, I just, I just expected more from somebody in your position. Let like down. I expect I'm you to get home, to and you're like, you. you're like holding a, your child, the, 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 the young one, and I can. Oh, it was the times. It was the best of times. You're like, yeah, I don't know. Like a Ron Burgundy <laughs> type. He's got like many leather bound can books. I listen to it. <laughs> yes, absolutely, man. Congratulations on your family. That's <laughs> ever growing. Vasectomy, dog. You might want to think about it. I feel you should go to Brazil soon. Read an actual book and. Congratulations on everything. Thank Ricardo, you. Appreciate you we will see you me. soon, man. Let's take a quick Thank break. Thank you. Thank Let's take it on pause, and then we'll get re-situated with our situation. Ricardo Campos, everybody. Look at yeah. him. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you.